At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. Your local, the everything you need to be unstoppable store. The UPS store. Be unstoppable. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. All right, we're back at it. Homegrown Radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. West Coast, we here. Indeed. Uh, shout out to the homie Days Gonzalez. Shout out to the homie Fernese, Frederick Eggins, my man Young Russ always checking in, and uh, Ricky Lee, and everybody else checking in on, um, we got the SoundCloud, the iHeartRadio app, uh, Spotify, however you're checking out the Homegrown Radio podcast. We appreciate it, man. Continue to subscribe, rate, comment, let us know uh, how you feeling the show. If there's questions that you have, things that you want to comment about the show and shout out to everybody that's been literally like, I, if, I felt like this past week, I was telling you all offline that a lot of people has been checking in and saying they enjoying the clips. So everybody that's engaging on social media as well, that's fucking with the Homegrown Radio podcast. Yeah, I think I think it's dope. I um shout out to everybody that's also been, you know, tapping in with me about it. Like, oh, you know, keep doing what y'all doing. We appreciate it. Uh it's a lot going on in the world. So if you take the time to, you know, listen to our stupid ass, we appreciate that. <laughs> I love the way you uh call our, our, our supporters stupid ass. I know you call us stupid ass. Damn. No, yes, us. Stupid that's exactly ass, stupid why we stupid ass. Exactly. Damn. Can't even Dumb ass. Hey, can we just start uh, by giving props to um, I first and foremost shout out to Russ because oh, man, I feel like I think Russ album is incredible. It's a short, you know, it's a short body of work. How but many, how many tracks he went, he really went for the hip hop. I think it's like eight. Okay, and but he, he really went, he really went all in on the hip hop for this one. You know, what I'm saying Ab Soul Crooked. Listen, I asked. Um, I asked Kev, I asked Bootleg Kev, who had the best verse on there, feature-wise, mm-hmm. on on Russ album. Man, let me tell you something. Crooked Eye yeah. slid on Russ's album, bro. Really? Like, I'm Man. talking about Crook wasn't playing no games. Really? And I and I was, I'm here for it. Oh, yeah, you got to listen to that shit. Yeah, I haven't got a chance to hear the whole album yet. Um, I saw, obviously, the whole, the 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 uh, Absol Rap City them bringing that back, I thought that was incredible. So obviously that that links into his album. And then I did see, I saw Crooked mention the fact that he was going to be on there, uh, but I didn't realize, I, I hadn't got a chance to hear it, man. So you said he slid on there, bro. Crooks, crook, crooked yeah. eye, bro, slid on Russ's album, dog. I mean, it's one of them things where I was like, woo, shit. Yeah. I literally said that while he was rapping. Really. Yeah, I was like, "Woohoo, shit!" I feel, I feel like this, this, these last, this last year and, and some change. You know, obviously, Crook's been been the homegrown homie, so we we've known what he's been doing, and you know, salute to him, salute to Horseshoe Gang, salute, salute to uh, Cob. But I feel like he's in he's in a mode right now, and I think and we got to talk to him about this too. I think it stems from him not drinking, because I think once he maybe once he once he became sober. We start seeing a, a different crooked eye. 
and I think it was right. Yeah, man, They're just he's he's getting laser focused with not only the music but his branding and, and just pushing forward, man. So salute to Crook, man. King Crook doing his thing as always. That shit fire, bro. I mean, Busta Rhymes is on that. I mean, it was, it's a dope project. It's That's, a dope album, but King Crooked, man. Oh my god! How do you take the time? Because I'm 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 getting in the in the space right now where obviously there's a lot of content coming out. You know, there's Busta Rhymes album we talked about last week. You know, Russ's album. There, you know, Jeezy got a new album. You know, there there's a lot of music coming out. How do you take the time to actually kind of tap into it and really listen and give it that time? I think it's just like I have what I I was just talking about this shit last night. I have what I call busy days, uh-huh. like like uh, I'm sorry, not busy, productive days uh-huh. where like I put aside all of the bullshit and I get right to it. Yeah. So um, I'll have like a, like three or four what I call productive days a week mm-hmm. where I'm not like on the social media like that. I'm really just locked in on shit I need to get done, uh, plowing through emails, responding to people. Yeah. I might listen to a project while I'm doing that, um, editing some content, cleaning out my cleaning out my computer, or even just making sure you know cleaning up cleaning at the crib. I'll put some shit on while I'm listening while I'm cleaning up the crib. So, and then every single day though, I'm listening to a podcast mm-hmm. or I'm listening to audio. you know my audio books mm-hmm. while I'm while I'm in the shower or while I'm getting ready and getting dressed or whatever, making my making my food or whatever the case may be. I always got something on if I'm not like in thought. So that's kind of like when I find time to do it. Yeah, I haven't, you know, obviously I don't I don't drive as much. Driving used to be when I used to go to the station back and forth. That would be my time to actually go in and check music out. Now that I don't do that, I'm, you know, working from home, it's a lot harder for me to really like zone in on music like that because, you know, the kid's over here and I got to make sure that ain't no shit going on with him in the background. And you know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's harder for me to actually check it out. And, you know, with music, dropping way more music dropping it I, I get i get a chance to check it out in lower doses that, that i used to man but i i, I, I wanted just, to get your advice on it because you know i know you you just as busy or more as me and you know you got a whole lot of other stuff going on so i think it's just um putting in the effort to make sure i, I lock in and make sure i stay i stay tapped into what's going on i actually matter of fact uh salas sent me some uh, artists that i want to shout out um, what's his name? His name is Griff Tyler. Oh LA. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know about him. I listened to Nana's album, mm-hmm. um, and then I went right right in to listen to Griff Taylor's album. Uh, and Griff Taylor is actually dope. Uh, I really like his music, and I, I shouted him out yesterday on Twitter, mm-hmm. and he was appreciative of it. But I think he's dope. Like it's it's a lot of dope talent that's coming out. Yeah, and it's gonna be very. It's gonna get increasingly difficult. For us to stay on top of on top of all of it, but man, these motherfuckers are talented, bro. I, I really like that Griff Taylor dude. Um, I forgot the name of his song, but I I I went from the song that Salas sent me. He was like, "Hey, check this out," mm. and then I went from that one song, and then I just went to his project and listened to the and was listening to the project. So I think it's also like if stuff catch your attention, then you'll be locked in. Now that's you, you, that, you that's know. how it was for Nana for sure for me. Like when it, I literally stopped what I was doing. I think I was cleaning the crib at one point, but I have to do it in, at like two or three in the morning. So I have to do it at crazy, crazy hours um, in order to make it happen. But you're right; it's just really setting that that time aside to make it happen. And Griff Tyler, he um is he, he has that EP. I think it's uh play your cards right, right? Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. So I remember seeing him at there was a blast 
that that show that I hosted for Blast, um, well, it wasn't for Blast. It was for the homies, um, uh, Handwritten LA. It was one of Blast's first show, like in 2018 or early 2019. And if he wasn't on the show, I believe he was on the show. I remember he introduced me to himself then, and that's how I remember the name. He's a Griff, it's Griff Tyler. And I remember the name, and I, I feel like he does more of like like melodic singing too, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's not it's not like rap. He's a sing he's a got singing ass. Got you. Yeah, yeah, man. So salute to him. But I, I yeah, shout out to him. And the other thing I got that I was so excited about, bro. I was so pumped because I have been watching. You know, I, like obviously it's a it's a high political climate with everything going on with the Orange Man and Joe Biden, and we talked about Kamala Harris last week. I got a lot of heat for that oh, too, man. by the way. People was writing like dissertations in your uh, comments, bro. Bruh. Anyway, I got Barack Obama's new book, his memoir, the first the first edition of Barack Obama's memoir. And I'm already like it. I'm already like 30 percent through that motherfucker. Audio book. It's an audio book. Oh, well, they, I mean, they, they, it's a regular book. Yeah. But what I like about, you know, the, the authors that I fuck with is they read their own book mm, in the audio so you like form. To hear it in their voice as well. Yeah. So Barack is reading his own book, Damn. you know, and I got and I had got Michelle's book prior I, I remember listening to Michelle's book and she told the story pretty much up until they got into the White House, et cetera, et cetera. Then, and then after they left the White House, et cetera. And in this book that Barack just put out is more or less about his first term mm-hmm. leading up to the election, how like his early political years leading up like his his college, him fucking around, all that <laughs> shit. And it's funny that he hear Barack say shit like that. Yeah, I was, like, hit, I was hitting the weed, man. You know what like, I mean? Like, oh, like, like his home, like his college homies telling him, oh, you need to get laid, Barack. Get out like, of here. <laughs> oh, it's like, it's, it's, it's like a real thing. Yeah. So yeah. I'm listening to, I'm listening to him talk. But what I, what I, what I, what intrigued me about getting this book is this is the first time that he's ever really publicly spoken about Donald Trump. Oh, word. And, and his transition to power, how he feels about Trump. Think about this. And this, I was having this conversation last night. Think about, and I watched the I watched the Gail King interview that Barack did, and I watched the sixty Minutes interview that Barack did because Barack don't really do interviews, right. right? So what was interesting to me is this is the first time Barack is ever talking about how he feels about Donald Trump in the last four years, mm-hmm. and he said it was purposely done that he hasn't addressed or talked about Donald Trump in the last four years because of tradition going back to like Teddy Roosevelt or whoever, whatever president is, they basically presidential tradition. The, the outgoing president doesn't critique the incoming president. You give them time them to kind of like president. let them do their thing. Right. Bro, that shit is fire. Barack didn't hold no punches. Really? Like I'm, I'm bro. I'm like, I'm loving this shit, bro. Because he's, and, 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 and I like that. Uh, I forgot the dudes on 60 minutes, but he asked Barack, he was like, do you feel like it was a mistake? for you to remain silent for the last four years, knowing that where the people hold you as far as leadership and, and, and morale, et cetera. He said, probably, you know, but I, I mean, I, but yeah, but I say on his, on his time, like he's following tradition. So, I mean, if anything, that that's the reason why we hold Barack to a high standard as well. Like, damn. Th- and actually that's for me, that makes it even more like, damn, I fuck with him because you know what he's feeling 
And for him not to, you know, throw some subs out there, you he really kept his composure and waited to this moment to actually express how he felt, man. That's that's and that's the that's the epitome of presidential right there. And the whole time Trump kicking him in the nuts. Kicking dust. Kicking dust. The whole time. Yeah. And he talked about that too. It was just I, I just love it. Like I, I just think that it's dope for him to finally be speaking out like and uh, and really talking and voicing his opinion because you got to think the last four years had Barack haven't said nothing yeah it's yeah. been Michelle yeah, Michelle's been vocal and on Twitter down. and Barack haven't said nothing yeah yeah for so, four fucking years so I wonder if if the the first lady is held to that standard as well or if yeah I wonder if the I, first lady is held, held to that like if it's everybody in the cabinet type thing or if it's literally just the president. I don't know. I don't know. What he did talk about, though, is that he talked about how him and Michelle got together and they and it was funny. It it was it's a dope ass. uh, Like, I'm not all the way done with the book yet, but it's it's, I recommend it for sure. If you if you a Barack fan, like it's for sure you. What's the name Um, of it? Huh? What's the name of it? Uh, A Promised Land. A Promised Land. All right. Cool. Yeah. Write that down. Um. But yeah, so that's one thing that I was excited about. And then the other thing that Barack, so as I'm listening to the book, here's Epiphany time, right? As I'm listening to the book, Barack is talking about how he met Michelle. Um, Michelle, you know, she was a strong woman. He didn't, he didn't want her this. I mean, he, he loved that about her, that he always, that she always kept him in line, et cetera. I started to realize some shit about myself while I'm listening to this because I'm going back and forth between Barack's book and the, the way of the superior man. And I'm like, oh, shit. I don't necessarily care for that quality. In a woman. Like, yeah. Like, because I'm so calculated and I'm so used to making sound decisions mm-hmm. that I don't need somebody else checking me or keeping me in line because I keep I have so much discipline I keep myself in line what I realized though is I want somebody to submit to me Mm. like completely and as I'm listening to these books it's starting to like clear that message up for me a little bit like okay what I'm looking for is somebody to completely submit to me and I find that I find that to be more attractive than sex right. or anything else which is fucking crazy to well, me that I, mean, I had this it, i don't think that's crazy uh, because i feel like all the qualities that you have i feel like you've like shown that over the years like that that's what you that's what you kind of like gravitate towards the the problem is when people don't like that you like that like let's say you get with somebody <laughs> and you tell you tell her or you have these conversations like yo this is what I'm looking for. Well nah, why you shouldn't do that because women's supposed to be doing this. Like I'm telling you what I like. <laughs> so it's it's literally yeah. your your preference and I think that's what people get caught up in. They 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 try to put their preference on you when it's like no, that's my preference. This is what I, you know, this is what I I, I get down with. Now, when when it comes to not getting checked, I get that part. However, what if it's um something that really makes you like, oh, damn, that I didn't realize that about myself. So not necessarily a checking, but somebody giving you an epiphany. Somebody did give me an epiphany. And did I tell you about that shit? I feel like you did. I feel like we mentioned it on the last podcast. Okay, all right, all right. But even with, okay, and it's even from like the, um, from different conversations that you've been having recently, right? And if it's somebody that you, let's say you you find it attractive, somebody that you're dating, and they do bring something out of you that you didn't discover about yourself, are you saying that isn't 
as I know you're saying that's not as attractive, but is that something that turns you off? No, no, no. I fuck with the I fuck with the enlightenment part of it. What I'm saying is the 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 mother figure that that a lot of men need to help them regulate their money and help mm, them like, gotcha. oh, babe, don't don't forget you got to pay our insurance, and right. I don't need that. Gotcha. Like I got I got all of that. But what if what it's I, what if it's towards the things that you really like? Hey, babe, man, you know Apple got this new blah 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 blah. Oh, word! Like things that you didn't know. That's never happened. Listen, <laughs> but I, I'm hypothetically speaking, if you found somebody to check you in those realms, not the insurance, not the hey, pay this, hey, you need to go harder. But hey, babe, hey, you know Matt got this uh this new uh, iOS update. They ain't you know what? Yet. Yeah, yes, I, I do. I do fuck with that because remember that. Remember when we talked about how I got into stocks? Right, right. It's and like it was because want. of a, a girl put me up on the stocks and shit. And I was just like, damn, that, it blew my mind. Right. So, yeah, those types of things probably. Is. So it's not the checking. It's just what they're checking you about or what the what they're what you're getting regulated about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Profound. I feel like we discover something about you each time. <laughs> I'm doing the work. I, I see. Yes. I see. And you ain't even you ain't even do therapy yet. Right. Because I know we I, talked even, about- I, I haven't done it yet. Uh. Interesting. All right. So. I learned a little something about myself this week as well. Uh oh. Um. <laughs> so for the second you a Trump time, supporter? No, hell no, nah, no. <laughs> By the way, we see y'all in the comments too. The, 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 the Trump supporters that I, I I love finding out who really supports Trump and who does. It's just amazing to me. It, it, it's no like no love lost. Nothing like oh, I don't I don't mess with you no more. But it's like oh okay, I know what a, what a, what we say compartmentalize you now. Um, but yeah. What I do, I this so this last week or this last month on two occasions, I mentioned once it happened. It happened again where a tweet that I put out oh, got taken shit. out of context, which it is what it is. I'm not I'm not tripping off of that. But when I say my comments got blown up and every hive you can imagine was on my neck, <laughs> it was on me. So shouts out to G Malone. He mm-hmm. was talking about um, female MCs, and he tweeted out one day that he felt like Meg Thee Stallion could be in a conversation, uh, or she's one one classic album away from being in the conversation of greatest women of all time, right in hip hop. Damn, already, you know, G, right? Okay. So somebody else comments on that and says, "Damn," says, says same little to you, damn. She hasn't even dropped something um, to even get past Kim or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. She's not even an album away for, from from um, getting past Kim. They brought Kim in the conversation, so I'm like, well, I, I, before I react, I always try to think about you know one thing about this podcast and one thing about having conversations not only you but just different people with Salas and our crew, our team. I, the 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 idea of critical thinking. I really try to apply that more. So instead of reacting to something, I, I try to think about, okay, what are they trying to say? So right. Beyond the greatest woman of all time. I didn't even think about that. I'm just like, okay, let's think about the year that Meg Thee Stallion has. She's been having an incredible year, right? With everything mm-hmm. going on up and down. She's definitely, I feel like one of the leading female MCs in the game right now, um, just doing her thing. And I just got mm-hmm. to thinking, I'm like, okay, well, she doesn't technically have a debut album, all right? If, if if she has projects, but I don't think there's anything as far as a debut album out. So does she have an album out? 
We're just going to say yeah. projects. Maybe not. She just only have projects. Okay. She's only been in the game a couple of years. Somebody brought Kim in the game. I'm like, okay, Kim, obviously legendary, has multiple albums out there. And I'm like, well, damn. As far as hits go, I feel like Meg has the upper hand. Like, And I tweeted out, said, well, actually, he has a point because Meg has more hits than Kim. Now, the problem that I made, the problem, and I get it, people took that tweet and they went crazy <laughs> with it. What I was trying to say, what I, what I, later on, I just I, I, I mentioned what I said. Megan Stallion has two number one hits, top Billboard, 100. Right. Kim doesn't, Kim only has one. Okay. And it's not, it's, it's not as a solo act. It's with, it's the ladies' night thing. Not the ladies' night. It's the Lady Marmalade. The, the one with, uh. Lady, Lady Marmalade. Yeah, yeah that. Christina Aguilera. Yeah. So I, my point was, oh, I see what he's saying in terms of her. She should be in that conversation because. I understand the fact that Meg is, she's already hitting strides that Kim hasn't done yet early in her career. She still has a lot to prove. Yeah. She has a lot to prove. And I'm not saying that Meg is better than Kim. I'm not saying that she shouldn't. I'm, it was nothing to that extent, but everybody took that clip, that, that, that tweet. And, oh, I was, I was everything from a crackhead to I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not supporting black women and how can I do this? And Oh, shit. Oh, it, it, I, I, this is how deep it was. I had Nicki Minaj fans pissed off at me. Think about the beef that Nicki and Kim had. Nicki Minaj fans mad at me taking up for Lil' Kim. Damn. I'm like, I'm like there's, okay, let me just backtrack. This is not a Meg is greater than Kim conversation. This is more of a, oh, she's making no strides. And if she continues to do that, if she, let's just say she delivers a classic album. Let's just say then she does, you know, she ends up getting a Grammy and then whatever, right? Those are other, those are other uh, benchmarks that people have then continue to put her in that conversation. I'm not saying she's there now. I'm just saying that I can see what he, I, I can see the point he was trying to make, but I'll, I'll never. Well, I'm not gonna say I'll never do that again because I learned something about. Uh, G was saying something too. He said, he said, "Yo, this this is good for you because you 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 never you never tell your opinions and you never like go back and forth." And I think that stems from me just not being a debater like that. I don't really give a fuck to debate shit like that. So I never put my opinions out there. I never like I'm never like controversial with certain topics because I just don't have the time and I don't feel like going back and forth with people all day on the timeline. So as a result of that, I never project my feelings or certain things when I put out there. But he's like, no, that's that's not bad. People want to know like where you stand on certain shit. So it's nothing wrong with doing that. So I'm like, okay, got some of that smoke. Got some of that smoke again. Now that's just <laughs> once, but twice. And I'm like, and I know even people hearing this, they'll be like, nigga, you bugging this, that, and the third. But I stand by that man. Like with with people taking things out of context. And running with it. Now, granted, again, the tweet that I put up there it was super generic now that I look back at it because I said hits. I wasn't talking about street hits. I wasn't talking about anthems. I wasn't talking about better songs. I wasn't talking about clap. I wasn't talking about none of that. I was strictly talking about, if we talked about Billboard, top 100 hits, Meg has an advantage over Kim. And I think that's impressive for her to do so early in her career. So if she continues to hit those bitch marks, then of course she should be in that conversation. But when I tell you I had Lauren Hill stands on me, I had Beyonce stands fans on me, I had uh, every female. All the artist, hives. All the hives. They was on my neck. And I'm like, 
All right. Well, hey, yeah. I, I, and I, what I'm saying is, I learned that no matter what, I guess, I guess, in the back of my mind, whether I projected or not, it it it's something that I realized. Like, damn, I guess I do care more than I thought about people liking me. And although, mm. although I never say it, I was like, now oh, that's a bar. Yeah, I'm like, oh shit, you're right. Like, because again, going back to the debating shit. I don't get into shit because I know how sometimes it can get taken. I'm like, why don't people, I don't want people to think that I'm saying this. I'm like, well, no, if you defended your point, it doesn't matter. Like people are going to be mad at you anyway for whatever you say, being in this position and being a media personality, shit's going to get taken out of context all the time. I said that shit from the ice cube thing. I was like, I feel like (laughs) we shouldn't, we shouldn't be worried about, you know, we I've already talked about that, but either way, I know my stance on that and I still don't budge off of that. And people were still pissed. With me saying, hey, we shouldn't jump to conclusions, which is the overall theme of what I was saying last time. And it's like, well, no, we should jump to conclusions because I'm like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. But it, it made me realize like, oh, damn, I think I care more than I am led to believe that I care about what people think. So it was a mm-hmm. groundbreaking moment for me. Like, OK, how do you take this moment and learn from it? Um, and so far, what I've kind of gathered from it is like, all right, well, what's the worst that can happen? I mean, you, you you can either respond to certain people, and and I feel like certain people got what I was saying, and certain people didn't, and certain people still literally comment to this day when it was like days ago, and I just talked it up with you can't please everybody, and it was like Bruh, one of those learning things for me. You know what's crazy is I love that you having these experiences. Why? I love it. Why? Because I can't be the only one. That's- I'm always in some shit like. <laughs> I'm in some shit every week. I'm in some shit about whatever the fuck is going. I don't know. Some shit I done said, some shit I done did. Somebody I done offended by telling their music was trash. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm in some shit every week. But that, so I'm I feel like that <laughs> that lines up more with your personality too. Like, yeah, but I'm elated that you getting this smoke. I am so pleased with you getting this smoke right now because and then also too, you gotta think. Chuck Dizzle is not, like you said, the controversial nigga. He's not the con- he's not the guy that's gonna be in debates. Mm-hmm. And for two, two, three consecutive weeks, oh man, you've been, been in some shit. I've been in some so- shit. I've been in some <laughs> love shit, it, man. It, it's, I love this shit. Shut up, dude. <laughs> it's because yo, know. Chuck is the nice one. Chuck is the nice one. You know what I'm saying? Nah, you need some of this asshole nah, smoke too. I'm still, the, I'm, st- I'm still, I stand by being a nice one, but it's more of like, oh, he, it, it's a what this nigga talk about? You know, they, they was getting on me, dog. It, it was funny. Like a lot of times, people was like, uh, some of the comments like, Kim who? Kim who? Kim Kardashian? Who? Kim who? They there was like a a thread of Kims where people were like going back and forth saying which Kim was I talking about, and I couldn't be talking about Lil Kim. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. I, I welcome all conversations, and you know, if I can respond back to them, I will. But it definitely was an eye opening moment for me. Hey, listen, man. I love it. I'm here for it. Please, at Chuck Dizzle, all the smoke. Hey, wait. Did you see uh, Sparkle get the smoke? Yeah. <laughs> I saw Sparkle get the smoke, too. I love to see good people get the smoke. Sparkle. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm always the, the villain. Yeah, Fuck that. Oh, Sparkle got the smoke. All right, so for people that don't understand, Sparkle is the backbone of Homegrown Radio, right? Everybody that know that knows us knows Sparkle and what she means to the brand. Um, but she recently tweeted out, was it uh the City Girls, right? The City Girls had that that that, that remix they just dropped. And mm-hmm. I think it's called, is it Pussy Talk? 
Yeah. So the they remix. got they got the remix to Pussy Talk, but they put all male artists on there. Yeah. So she said, <laughs> I think uh, Sparkle put on, on Twitter. Oh, so we not talking about female. I don't want to. I don't want to uh, say the exact thing that she said because I, I don't have it in front of me. But she said something to the degree of uh, the fact that they didn't have a female artist on that song. And was it JT of the City Girls? Somebody, uh, one of the City yeah. Girls responded back and said, <laughs> said something like, suck a dick and have a great day, Sparkle. Like, I started dying like, yo, yo. <laughs> yo. Because you're right, like Sparkle's such a sweetheart. And yeah, man, that to me, so I, I understand now looking back at it. Like, no, I don't, of course, I don't want nobody to do harm to Sparkle or disrespect her in any way. But, yo, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, she she had that smoke coming to her, and and I don't know. I think they deleted the tweet, but yeah, it was funny as hell to see that shit. I'm loving this. I like to see it. what is going I on like in you, 2020. I, I just like, and it's gonna sound really fucked up, and somebody gonna rip the audio and make me sound crazy. Well, you don't care because you get it anyway, so whatever. But I like this innocent bystanders getting hit. You know what I'm saying with Whoa. with with like when it comes to Verify. when it comes to the tweet slander. Got you, like. Like you know, you might have a you might have a little critique on on the City Girls record, and yeah, then oh, somebody take that in. Like oh shit, bro. So oh shit. <laughs> here, here's when I knew shit was fucked. Cause you're right, I, and I'm gonna I'm go back with this scenario that I had because G posted that I forgot it was like maybe like ten or eleven. I, I woke up like at two in the morning and saw it. Just responded, and it was in the, it was in a response. It wasn't like I retweeted what he said and put it out there. So I'm commenting on some art, like the thread. I'm like, ah, nobody gonna see that. Whatever. I'm I'm just I'm I'm literally proving the point to somebody that responded. Um, and I'm like, I, I think he has a point. And somebody screenshotted, not screenshotted. They retweeted that and added all the the hives from Lil yeah. Kim. So that's when the shit really blew up. And I'm like, ah. Oh. So I'm sitting there thinking there I'm go. being slick. By doing it late at night, like, okay, nobody's really going to pay attention to what I'm saying. Uh, and when I say they highlighted all that and took it and ran with it, my God, they did, man. So, yeah, learning learning lesson for sure. Man, uh, can we talk, can we discuss this this Jeezy uh, and uh I was and just going to say, Jeezy and Gucci, man, the, the street's been wanting this one. Now, here's the thing. The verses back. You see, folks that don't, that don't okay, so about. first of all, for people that's listening and don't know what the fuck is going on, back in the day, Jeezy and Gucci were engulfed in a really, really intense beef. Okay, Jeezy and Gucci had a whole street thing. It was really, it got really bad to the point where somebody got murdered yeah. on Jeezy's side. Gucci Mane actually ended up, um, I guess I don't know, I mean it's public knowledge, but G, uh, Gucci ended up killing one of Jeezy's homies, and I think he was prosecuted for it or whatever the case may be. So their beef is deeper than rap, okay? Yeah. This is when the DVDs was out there. like This is back in the beef days, yeah. beef DVD days, et cetera. So now, Jeezy and Gucci, I don't know what, 15 some years later, are going to do this versus battle with Swiss and Timberland. Everybody's talking about it. Here's the thing. Did you see Gucci post that meme? Which, which, which one? The Jeezy... The one of Gucci saying something disrespectful and Jeezy diving across the table. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gucci posted that. No. I saw the meme. And I didn't know Gucci was the one that posted it. Gucci posted it. LOL. Oh, snap. I'm just like, oh. It's going to be. This is going to be. So I'm like, fuck. Now, 
I, I said on the radio last night, I love the fact that Gucci is who he is. I love it. Like, I, Gucci don't give a fuck. And I, I know that personally from interviewing with him and talking to him. Like, he, he would talk about whatever. He went on a breakfast club and said what he said to Angela's face. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Gucci is one of them artists. I love those artists. Yeah. Gucci Mane, 50 Cent, T.I., T-Pain. I love these artists because... They come and sit down, Fat Joe. Right, right. They come sit down. Whatever you want to talk about, let's talk about let's it. Do it. I don't give a fuck what we talking about. I love the like, I love the nothing's off the record. Nothing's off the nothing, record conversation. Nothing is off limits. I love that. So, so I love those conversations. <laughs> but Gucci's level of not giving a fuck is is next level. You know what I'm saying? To post that meme um, with the laughing face emoji, and it, it, it was just like wow. I, it was just so flagrant. Now let me tell you something. Glasses. Uh, our homie G Malone told me a story about Gucci a while back. And he was like, he came back from Atlanta. This is when he was out there fucking with DJ Toon. Yeah. And he was like, cuz, Gucci is the realest nigga ever, cuz. And I'm like, what you mean? He said, I went to Club Crucial on Bankhead. The Club Crucial is the club that everybody knows was, the, was that shit, right? He said, I went to Club Crucial and Gucci in there by himself, no security, in the middle of the dance floor, dancing with two broads, with the with the with the holster with the, the the shoulder strap holsters with the gun you know the fbi one with the yes. gun under your armpits with two two guns in his holsters dancing with the broads on on the dancing floor that's in the cool. middle of the club by himself that's a different level now, try me now that's a bro and this is back in this is like when gucci is yeah. gucci like yeah. ain't no bigger ain't nobody bigger than why right. you know what i'm saying at the time and it was just like he was telling me this story about Gucci and I've, I've heard all the other stories about Gucci, you know, all of the folklore, but I had never, nobody I know personally has ever seen it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like, so ever since then, I've always had this, this mythical allure on, on who Gucci actually really is. Yeah. And him posting that meme solidified his level of, I don't give a fuck. I think he knows how to, he knows how to take that, and translated online too, so that yeah. that's where again when you go in these battles, yes, the hit ma- the hit records matter, but it's also the presentation. So I don't know, man. I I honestly get I give I give Gucci the advantage because I think this is his realm. Like when you talk about battle, now the, the interesting part about it, I felt like Jeezy may have baited him into this because like a Why? week a week ago, week or two ago, I forgot who he was talking about. I, I was talking about it on the radio, but. Um, you know, when Jeezy and T.I. was announced, everybody was like, okay, yeah, that's cool. Like, good battle. But then we, we, what we really want to see is Gucci. Like, and I think somebody asked him that, and he was like, oh, yeah, well, I reached out to Gucci. I, I, told, I told Swiss that if I'm going to do this, I want Gucci. And, mm. you know, they reached out, and Gucci respectfully declined. So this was more. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. I remember record. that. And a week later, we see Gucci post his meme, and this is before the Versus TV uh, account posted it. This is before Swiss confirmed it. This is before Timbaland com- uh, confirmed it. But Gucci posted the, the flyer saying, yo, tell, tell old boy to get ready. So I don't know what happened between that, but it, you know, Gucci, Gucci accepted. And now we have this, this battle that everybody's wanting to see, man. So I think that I, honestly, I think Gucci has the upper hand when it comes to the battle. You know what I'm saying? Um, for sure. For sure. Especially, especially because Gucci's looked at as, you know, just such a like Jeezy is not looked at like that. And, and that's not disrespect to Jeezy, but 
<clears throat> everybody gives it up to Gucci. Yeah. And Gucci's responsible. His lineage is run so deep <clears throat> when it comes to the South that it's almost like it's almost not even fair, to be honest. It's almost right. not a fair fight. Just because, not even because of Gucci's records, but because of who Gucci is. Yeah, yeah. And, and what he mean to them people down there, especially in, in the Georgia area. But I just think it's going to be... Oh, did you see... Did you see Jeezy give Freddie Gibbs some bars on the new song? Him and 50. Yes. Bruh. Okay. Okay, listen. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see? Did you see? Did you one see Freddie Gibbs respond? You don't want to play with is Freddie. <laughs> one person you don't want. If somebody asks me who's gonna win between Gucci and and uh and and Jeezy, I'm gonna say Freddie Gibbs. Dog. Freddie Gibbs. Right, right. <laughs> Freddie Gibbs and Fifty are two people you don't want to go to war with when it comes to just antics. Antics. Oh, cause they can do antics. We seen them shut uh academics down. Bro, Gibbs. What was, what was the chitty post? Like, why would you like Gibbs and Fifty? Like, take one or the other, my nigga. Don't, don't. Yeah, <laughs> I fuck with you, Jeezy. What are we doing? But damn, that's like you know what that's like. And I was just telling the homies, like everybody got that one homie who come in the party set tripping. <laughs> he come in the party, nigga. This crib, nigga, and it's whatever. It's like, nigga, hold on, oh, my nigga. We don't know who in here, bro. Right, right. Nah, nigga, it's whatever, nigga. This crib, oh, like. Hold on, oh, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I was very shocked when I saw. I said, "Oh, okay." But I mean, again, what better moment to do this in? I mean, you know, he's got the he's got the new album, the podcast, the, the podcast. I mean, it. If you gonna shoot your shot, why not shoot your shot now? But damn, bro, don't don't walk into the club. Get get on the microphone and say, "I'm from whoopty whoop whoopty whoop." And it's, anybody else in here, it's whatever. That's whatever. That, that's essentially what he that's did. What, that's, what, that's just what Jeezy did. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, essentially what he did. It, when, like, fuck, fuck your homies and fuck all your homies. It's whatever. Bro, like 50 and Gibbs. So as of right now, I don't think 50's responded, but Gibbs is right, right, right on top of right it. Right on top of it. And I, I don't think that that's literally just the first of what I think is going to be many as this battle, you know, we're recording this on a Wednesday. The battle's going down tomorrow. So I, I really think by the time we finish recording, I wouldn't be surprised if Gibbs got another, another shot online. He's probably live tweeting right now uh, going off, but I, I would love, I can't wait to see the different memes, <laughs> the different things that come from this battle. Uh, but yeah, that that's what I, what I do like about it overall is that we're seeing these battles like, I guess ending beefs or mending them or getting people in the conversation because I seen that uh 50 in game might be doing something. Yeah, yeah, but then but see 50 dropped a bombshell though, which what that ain't that ain't fair. That ain't cool. 50 said on Big Boy that he was willing to do it, but then game can't play no records with his voice on it. That's like, come on, my nigga. You was on all the songs. <laughs> How you gonna do that? But the fact <laughs> but, the, the, but I, I think the, the the more important thing, man, what I was saying about it's not about what they say. Like, listen to what they're not saying. When have you heard 50 kind of give it a he also said in the interview too, he's like, Man, yeah, game got hits. You you we've never heard 50 say that out of his mouth. Like, and I think we're seeing we're seeing something. I, I feel like there's gonna be a game in 50 reunion or a song or even a versus. I think something's coming from that. Well, as of right now, I just I just saw uh Wack posted uh 
in response to that, Wack posted something. He said, uh, let me see what he Why said. Wanted. He said, gangster shit going on takes a real element to create 50 in game. It'll be a win-win for the culture. Let's bridge this gap. That's I think it's dope, about. dog. Yeah. I think it's dope. Like, I think, I think it's dope for the culture. Like, because <clears throat> at the end of the day, most of these beats we're talking about are 10 plus years old. Yeah. Especially a game in 50, Gucci and and Jeezy. I know Gibbs and, and Jeezy probably not, probably almost 10, but yeah. at the same time, it's like I just I'm I, I just like it for the culture. Yeah. I like it for the sport of it. I like the shit talking. Oh yeah. Well, I think that's and I think that they're all taking a page out of the out of the book of Floyd Mayweather and and, and WWE. Mm-hmm. And it's it's about it's about showmanship. Exactly. It's, it, I mean, everybody know everybody got street homies. Yeah. Like everybody got people that hold them down. Everybody's the realest nigga. At the end of the day, it's about showmanship, mm-hmm. and nobody is better than that. Better at that than Floyd fucking Mayweather. And I think everybody's taking the page out of that book and talking shit. And that's my favorite part about it. It wasn't like because I remember um, people used to tell me wrestling's fake. How could you watch that? Wrestling is fake. I was like, I know it's fake. Yeah, but. That's not why I'm watching it. I'm watching it for the shit talk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's where we, that's kind of like where we're going with it. And, I, and I'm here for it. Yeah, and what better way to have hip hop thriving off of that? Because so many years we've actually been on the other side of it with, you know, people dying or just, you know, crews being separated or just not, not even getting music from artists that just imagine, like, imagine them doing a record together now. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, or yeah. Albums that could have been made, you know what I'm saying? Things that could have been created to help the the, the the culture thrive. And I think, like you said, that's what we're seeing um, nowadays. Obviously, with the with the versus series, but it's it's a great thing, man. I but you're right, the showmanship, the shit talking. I'm here for all that because it's it's so entertaining. It really is. It really <laughs> I is. love this shit, bro. That's why that's why going back to it. That's why I like to see Barack out here talking because he talking his shit. You know, so he hold no punches. I just, I just like the shit talk because I'm, I'm a shit talking ass person. So I, I need, I need to hear because you, you tweeted something earlier. Oh, I want to, I want to know. It's not bad. I just want to know your thoughts because we're seeing literally things happen uh, on social media days after each other, and it's like, like we're talking about battles. The social media platforms are battling right now. You know, uh, with with IG kind of like oh, switching up bro. its layout, and then literally the day after. Twitter, Instagram, and Twitter introduces fleets, was basically stories for for Twitter. So, um, what I what I do want to say is, all the creatives out there, yes, it's it's stupid. Yes, I get it. It's changing. Yes, yes, I understand. But take advantage of these platforms when they do this because the algorithms significantly change, right? So for the yeah. for the fleets. Going to start fleeting right now because your content's gonna get seen by a lot of people until the the the, the algorithm um, pretty much levels out right now. Um, if you are on IG, create that Shopify, create that store right now because you're gonna get seen. Uh, uh, you're gonna your content's gonna get seen uh, a lot. You know you you have a chance to actually capitalize off of that. Somebody tweeted that too. They were like, "Man, I don't like the fact that they have uh, the shopping market on there." I'm like. Nigga, get some. You're an artist. Put your put your material on there so people can thrive over. They can see what you got. Now, for the regular person, I know people were complaining about the aesthetics and just it looking different and the feel of it. Um, I understand that, but for the creatives out there, figure a way to take advantage of this. Bro, I'm so sick of these social media platforms and they beef. <clears throat> one trying to one up each other. Yeah, I'm so tired of this shit. I ain't gonna lie. I, I now I know I sound old. 
but I don't really give a fuck. Stop changing shit. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I I like the way it was. You a married man, Chuck? Do you love your wife? Of course. You like you love you love the aesthetics of your wife? Of course. What if she just came home and her eyes was blue? <laughs> I'd have a problem. And you'd be like, she, you and you like, "Baby, your eyes blue. Them contacts? Nah, I went and had surgery to get my <laughs> eyes to be blue. Like, what you mean? So they never gonna be back regular? Nah, these they just blue from now on moving forward. Nigga, <laughs> what are you doing? I, I like your eyes the way they fuck they were. What you doing? Yeah. That's how I feel about these social media platforms. They just come in the house with 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 new ass and titties. It's like, bro, like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> I like your ass and titties the way they were. Like, and you, you just, like, it ain't no warning or nothing. It, just, it ain't like, hey, babe, you know, I'm thinking about getting me some ass and some titties. Right. It ain't none of that. It's just like, he could, hey, hey, babe, how you doing? What you want to eat? And you're like, what you mean what I want to eat? You got new titties? <laughs> like, <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> yeah. But, you know? I mean, let, let's be honest, though, man. This is just one of the one of the things that people don't like. When I didn't hear none of this smoke when IG video came. Nobody, everybody loved that. Everybody was with that. And even with, with Instagram doing these stories, you had people kicking up dust, but they were like, okay, cool. And I don't have, now I don't have to get on TikTok. Everything that I have is in Instagram. So it's like, this is just one side that people aren't liking about it. But like anything, you're going to adjust or you're going to move on. Like we, we, yeah, I'm a, I, I'm a, I have no choice, but to adjust. Exactly. We play this game. We got to yeah, play the game. Exactly. But fuck bro. Yes. Yeah, I got clubhouse, Twitter, oh, fleet stories, IG, that? IGTV. Yeah. Did you see Twitter? I'm not finna something my similar. whole day looking at my goddamn phone. That's what they. Oh no! Oh, oh! But that's what they. That's what they want you to do, and that's what's happening. Remember, you told me, "Oh, we all chipped. We all, yeah, all this shit's happening now." You, you wanted all the smoke. They got it now. So yeah, you gonna be on your phone all day. You gonna be looking at them fleets. You gonna be looking at them stories. You gonna be participating in the bullshit because I'm not looking at no fleets. You are. You are. I guarantee you are. You gonna look at it. You gonna click one of them and be like. Damn. Okay. Uh, damn. You gonna be in there? I, I said the same shit. I mean, I, I ain't gonna update. I ain't gonna update. Remember how I many? I mean, I ain't gonna update this, man. I ain't, man, I cool on the, the iPhone Seven. I'm straight. I don't need that. Got the iPhone uh, Ten. I'm, I'm gonna upgrade my shit eventually. We gonna. Hey, you gotta play ball. You gonna have to do it. Unless unless you just don't want to be here and figure out. You know, you you wanna live in some. I don't know, some jungle somewhere, and not even have to. Participate in none of this, you gonna have to get down. Sorry. I'm down. You gotta get down. I'm down. It is what it is. Um, but to your point, Clubhouse, I did see I haven't tested out or seen the feature, but I heard that Twitter has something similar to that now, too. Yes. They I, have something that they're doing I'm feeding back. Are you hearing that? Nah. I don't know what that's coming from. But um They have something similar? Yeah, it's called what is that shit called? Conversations or something. I literally just saw it uh, the, like this morning. Yeah, they take it a fade with Clubhouse. New conversation said it's coming to Twitter near you. Yeah, so that's, I think that's what it is. Either way, it's a battle going down between these social media platforms. And... You know, especially if you're creative, you gotta you have to figure a way to jump on board or create your own. That's that's always an option. Create your yeah. own shit. I seen people talking I, about uh it was like we didn't we didn't respect 
or take advantage of MySpace the way we should have. We miss MySpace. I'm like, hey, man, ain't nobody trying to get on MySpace nowadays. Nobody. Just leave it alone. Even when they brought it back, y'all didn't fuck with y'all it. Y'all wasn't messing with it when they did MySpace music. Y'all wasn't showing that love. Y'all wasn't keeping that energy up. So let's not go there. Get in line with these new features. It's figure out what you like about it. That's always my approach. Figure out what you like about it and, you know, keep it pushing. That's it. So you going to just, what do you like about her new blue eyes? Say it again. What do you like about your wife's new blue eyes? What do I like about her new blue eyes? Because <laughs> that is pretty much what it is. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I ain't got an answer for that, to be honest. I, you, ah, you're right. I can't. I, I don't have. I don't have a um, a comeback for that. There you go. My 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 dinner's still gonna taste the same. How about that? All right, for sure. There We're gonna is. see. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna see uh, hey this feedback is killing me you gotta wrap this shit up alright well I don't hear nothing but uh, thanks for it's y'all really tuning bad. in uh, at Chuck Dizzle at DJ Head at Homegrown Radio subscribe rate comment and we will catch you next time